Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Business Boys, episode 43. Hope everyone's having a great week. Um, with it, with me, as always, my man, Spence. How are you? Doing all right. I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Um, you know, I'm kind of conflicted because, uh, you know, the market's not so hot right now. You know, there's a lot of negatives in the world, but got NFL football starting this Thursday. And I can't wait for that. So, uh, on the whole, I'm pretty fucking happy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it comes around like right at the end of summer, right when you're starting. The days are getting a little shorter. You know, the stock market not doing great. Works weighing on you, and then kablamo, football, all's well. Yeah. Also, I'm uh, the weather right now. It's like perfect weather for my favorite clothing combination of sweatshirt, shorts, and flip flops. <laughs> It is good for that. So, life is good. Yeah, can't complain. Uh, how you? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. You know, um, had a couple of football drafts with you two nights ago. We're in pretty deep now on the football drafts. We got our third one tonight. Nice little dynasty league. Gonna try that baby out. So pretty pumped. I always like a nice football draft. You know, like Sunday went over to the, my buddy's place, did the draft. Have a, I like my team. Also, I heard rumors that. Uh, you, you harnessed your inner Lance Armstrong on Sunday. Oh, yes. I did bike for a couple hours. The, the, the stupid thing I did. So I just biked down going for like an hour on the way there and then an hour on the way home. The mistake was I biked with my backpack on, which had like my laptop, like six beers, a full water bottle, like notes, <laughs> change of clothes. I woke up the next day and my back, like I, I it was full fucked. It was, on oh, the, yeah. it was on the foam roller for a good 20 minutes. Like the CrossFit guys training with the weight vest. Yeah, exactly. Not a pas un bon idée. Um, good for you though, man. For biking an hour, I'd be hitting up the Uber right away. Oh yeah, I'm trying to kill off the little pain with a little. Uh, I got my drink o' day here. Got uh, so got some moonshine from Greece. Figured it's a good. I love it for the podcast. You know, keeps it clean, keeps it clear. Absolutely, yeah. I'm drinking uh, good old fashioned H2O. <laughs> H2O. I, I can't drink. Uh, I can't just have one casual beer anymore. I just feel terrible after. So you can call me out. I don't really care. But uh, Jimmy and I were talking before. We have our 50th episode coming up, and we're thinking of uh, drinking 50 Labatt 50s on it. So <laughs> stay tuned for that one. <laughs> um, before we get into some business, why don't, we, why don't we make some NFL predictions? I know last year we picked the Thursday game every, every two weeks, so we got one. In two days, let's make some Super Bowl picks too. We're going to be dead wrong like we were last year, obviously. But uh, I'll, I'll let you, because I'm a gentleman, I'll let you start it off. With All right, here we go. Another from. season of losing every bet. Here we go. <laughs> so do you want to start with the Thursday or do you want to start with the Super Bowls? Just uh, whatever you want. Give All me right. both. So I think leading up to the Super Bowl, I think the Chiefs beat... For sleeper pick, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Jags this year to make it into the Super Bowl. Ooh. And I think I think your boys bounce back, but not bounce back hard enough. I think the Saints make it to the Super Bowl and beat the Packers. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking the, the Saints over the Chiefs this year. Man, I had the same, <laughs> the same Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> but I have the Chiefs winning. You have the Chiefs um, beating the Saints? I do. I have, uh, you know, Ooh. the Saints. They should have been there probably the last couple of years. And uh, 
So this year they finally get there. Drew Brees, you know, getting older. I love Drew Brees. Want to see him win one more. But he can't beat the kid. And Andy Reid gets his first ship. Oh, baby. I wouldn't mind that either. But Because I'm not a, I'm a Bucks fan. I don't like the Saints. But, like, you know, you're looking through that. Like, I was looking through the AFC. And you're like, yo, they suck. <laughs> AFC sucks. Yeah, and uh, neither one of us, of course, is going to pick New England, but that's probably the odds-on favorite to win again. No, no, no. For, no, for all you year. keen... Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, come on. Um, <laughs> all right, let's 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 pick Thursday. It's uh, Green Green Bay at Chicago, opening night, 100th anniversary. Chicago's minus three and a half. Soldier Field, tough, tough place to play. Hey, man. Packers, always close. Hey man, I'm I'm nervous already. I'm super nervous. I'm I like I just gave you my 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 picks. You know, I think um, new coach, new fire, lit under the the belt. I think Aaron Rodgers is a little pissed about the last few seasons. I think he comes out swinging, and uh, not only do I think the Packers are going to win, I think they're going to score a touchdown on their first drive. Love it. I I hope you're right. I'm. Uh... I'm not very optimistic. I'm a little bit nervous about the new coach. I'm not crazy about some of the moves they made, but um, and I don't even know if they win the game. But I just think it's three points either way. So I'll take the pack too. And uh, fuck, we're boring. We're just agreeing on everything on the football front. So odds are like the Bears will smoke the Packers Thursday, and the Chiefs and Saints will not make the Super Bowl, <laughs> which is unfortunate. Um, but yeah. I uh, can't wait to get into the season and uh, beat you in some fantasy matchups again. Oh, baby. Yeah, you had the Spencer's our points for title winner last year. So, uh, But I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. Feeling pretty confident. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you guys posted as the year goes on. Um, since you uh, cycled two hours on Sunday, there's uh, an upcoming IPO. Like, like we need a fucking another multi-billion dollar IPO flood in the markets but uh company's called peloton uh s1 just came out uh, i think most of you probably heard of it or heard about it um I texted jimbo about it last week and he he indeed had heard of it of course being the sporting fella he is <laughs> but uh you know great revenue growth um quite quite spectacular actually actually um they're losing a lot of money like for those for those who don't know what it is, should we give oh, a yes. little introduction? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, take, <laughs> so, it, take it away, my man. So so Peloton, if um, from what I understand, it's a it's a cycling class in your living room. So you buy the bike and then you sign up for like the whatever because it's kind of like I I do agree that it's kind of hard to just cycle on your own and like pick the speeds and stuff like that. But whenever you have a teacher, you can really give her. So this is like kind of like an interactive like cycling class but like it's not as cheap as a youtube video they're about four thousand bucks um which is fucking expensive if you ask me but plus, people uh, forty dollars a month plus forty dollars a month but people pay a premium for for people exercise pay, think, think of how much people pay on like personal trainers and stuff oh yeah it's ridiculous even some gyms are like 200 bucks a month yeah um, so people, especially older people who are, you know, really want to get in shape and they have money to burn. Like, I don't know about you, but like every older VP who's like makes pretty good money has a personal trainer. 
And like in the back of your head, you know, like, you, you can like research this stuff and like you really don't need one. But they're like, you know, it gets them to the gym and stuff, right? Absolutely. Well, they, you know what? Like they'll pay, they'll pay a premium for it. Well, do you know Orange Theory, the the gym class thing? No, I've never heard of it. It's like it's like high high endurance, like uh, like talking to a man uh, who's barely gone off his chair today. Yeah, so I just know a few people who go to it, and they have them all over the world, actually. And the idea is, it's like uh, it's classes, but they're like very small classes. It's not CrossFit, but it's like it's like all about like having your heart rate up the whole time. So it's a lot of circuit training, a lot of stations and stuff like that. But you have to sign up through the app to go to the class and if you missed a class you pay 10 bucks okay like it's an expensive too (laughs) yeah yeah um so they also i think they just released a treadmill with similar features i guess there's like running classes i i didn't know that's a thing although you just run yeah stop when you're tired I think it's more than just spin. I want to say it's more than just spinning classes you get with that forty bucks a month. I think you get like a, almost like a full suite of like fitness information and classes and stuff like that. But I, you know, I didn't sign up or anything. It is it's fucking expensive though. <laughs> like, um, and it costs them a lot of money, man. To like, like I'm assuming they're like using the cloud to like upload all these classes, and then they have to pay their people teaching it and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure, and they keep track of everything. I'm sure it's it's hella expensive yeah, to to run. That's why they're charging so much for it. But um, yeah, essentially, long story short, it's a four thousand dollar bike with a forty dollar a month membership to whip your ass into shape. But you know, cycling's huge. Like if you're someone like uh, like me that has uh, some knee problems and some back problems, and now I got foot problems. You know, it's uh, it's easy on the impact, but good on the cardio. Good on those nice quads. Keep your ass in shape. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you you like the financials? No, not really. It's not my style. I won't be buying the IPO. Um, but uh, you know, you got to hand it to them. It seems like a great product. I think the price point's probably a bit too high. Hopefully they can get that down over the years, you know? I think 2000 is maybe more of a reasonable thing, mm. a price point. But um, not my style. Um, but like it's better than WeWork. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> and like i i do think it's like a pretty if you can afford it i think it's i i mean i've never tried it but it seems like a great service and people seem really thrilled with it so just another case of you know I, me personally i wouldn't buy the stock but it seems like a pretty positive company and uh you know the, helping people get in shape feel better about themselves it's good all the power to them um Speaking of athletics, I uh, went to the arcade David Buster's on the weekend. And, I love uh, how that's 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 what counts as athletics for you now. Speaking of athletics, I went to the arcade. Well, I, <laughs> I was uh, huffing and puffing after one game. I can't remember which one. Um, anyways, uh, I ended up uh, getting hustled slightly at the uh, basketball shooting one uh, games by another girl that are trying to get tickets it was quite quite embarrassing but uh man it really took me back like you know i was playing time splitters you know that game with the shooting game with the pedal nice ski ball yeah uh the basketball one uh, air hockey um next time you come down we got to go to the arcade oh yeah any adults out there have a few beverages uh eat some sandwiches go to ar- arcade with your girlfriend or your friends good time 
But uh, yeah, anyways, this girl is so freaking good at the basketball game. She hit 53 in a minute, which, uh, man, I don't even think I took 53 shots. It's almost one a second. Yeah. My, she my math's speed, correct. She, she was hustling. That's what I'm saying. She was doing the one-handed speed shots. She's like a robot. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, sometimes you can go see like videos. Like, there, I saw like this Asian kid do one once. He got like so many, and he just like one-hands them. Yeah, well, that's the key, right? Just a little push shot. You can't take your time. Um, I didn't know what I was getting into. It was a huge mistake. <laughs> uh, not that I really cared. Um, what else <laughs> is going on? Uh, so, it, Whoa, Steve Jobs is around. Yeah, that, uh, why don't you tell the people about uh, the Steve Jobs look-like photo? Well, someone saw or Steve Jobs and snapped photo. a photo. <laughs> someone, there was like a Steve Jobs look-alike. Or maybe it's actually him. Who do we know? But, um, yeah, they snapped a picture, posted it on the internet, it went viral, and yo, it looked like him, man. Yeah, it looked a lot like him uh, in his older years, like like tw- 2009 Steve Jobs. Check out, if you haven't seen it, check out, like, Steve Jobs lookalike on Google, you'll find it in two seconds. Was it in Egypt, or where was it? It was somewhere in the Middle East, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, same hair, same build, same glasses. Who knows? Maybe he's actually alive. I don't think so. You don't think he's out there living with your boys? No, man. He'd be, like the article said, I don't think he'd be too pissed about uh, the lack of innovation at Apple. You know, he wouldn't (laughs) be able to stay quiet. Maybe that's why he's slowly trying to resurface, leaving hints out there for all of us. He's, like, thinking of the next great invention. Yeah, maybe. You don't think he's out there partying on that uh, on that secret island where all the celebs are? Ah, uh, man, no. Yeah, that was uh, a thing me and my high school friend used to always, uh, I, I don't know if fantasize is the right word, but we'd always kind of think like maybe that that was out there, that all these uh, artists and celebrities who faked their own death are all on an island somewhere, chill island, just partying and hanging out. Kind of like where um, Bilbo Baggins goes at the end of the movies. Exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's like Tupac, Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Bilbo Sweet and Gandalf. Island. Yeah. We always thought it would be fun to go party there. But uh, thinking about it now, you know, maturing a bit, it would probably be a lot going to party on that island. I don't know if I'd come out alive. <laughs> <laughs> Considering who's on it. Um. Yeah, like, you want to talk quickly about uh, the old Johnson and Johnson? Jage. <laughs> so, Jagers. yeah, big. It's actually pretty big news because people have been kind of pushing at it for a while and talking about it for many years now. The opioid crisis. I'm going to say that wrong a bunch of times, but yeah, so started off. So, um, in Oklahoma, Johnson and Johnson will be paying a penalty of $572 million. Um, you know, uh, some people don't think it's uh, it's enough money. Originally, the state's attorney general wanted $17 billion to pay for, for it all. Um, so the, in, in overall, the crisis has killed about 400,000 Americans. Um, since 2000, 6,000 of those. Since the year 2000, 6,000 Oklahoma-ians, Oklahomans, have died because of the um, opioid crisis. And they're blaming Johnson and Johnson for misleading marketing and promotion of opioids. They were saying they're safe, they're effective, they're this, they're that, and it was all false marketing. So, 
Um, they're being sued for that. And then uh, Purdue Pharma, which is uh, owned by one of the richest families in America, the Sackler family. Um, so they're kind of like started the Oxycontin. I thought it was Oxycontin, but it's Oxycontin. I didn't even know that. So you learn something new every day. So they're working towards reaching a, a deal of about 10 to $12 billion. Um, so that actually people are actually pretty pissed about this deal because it's all very confusing, but essentially they're trying to sell off the company because if the company went bankrupt because of this, the, the Sackler family would only walk off with about like $1 billion and like some potential arrests maybe. But if they sell the company, they'll be able to finance paying off the debt and they'll walk off no jail time and they'll walk off with about $15 billion. Um, so people are kind of pissed about that. They think they should go to jail because Oxycontin has killed, you know, quite a few people, all these misleading marketing stuff. So we'll see what happens. We'll see if it, I think this was a couple days ago, they were talking about the deal, but a lot of the details are a little hush hush because of a lot of the stuff that, that, you know, they don't want people knowing about their finances and, and all that stuff. So we'll see what happens there. But, uh, I guess if you're, uh, if you're following this stuff or if you know someone who's been affected, you know, it's good news for you. The stock, believe it or not, Johnson & Johnson stock went up after the 500, after they were found guilty, the stock went up because it was uh, a lot less of a of a, a penalty than I guess stockholders thought it would be. So they reinvested again. So stock popped up like, I think it was like four or 5%. Yeah. It's a speeding ticket for them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Too small. Um, yeah, man, I'm always skeptical of, uh, I mean, it's mainly like what, like painkillers and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd always suggest, uh, you know, I'm no doctor, but if the option is there, <laughs> choose marijuana over pills, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, you got to be careful now, man. Yeah, you always just got to do, today's age is just like the main, most important thing is just always do your own research into stuff. You can't believe what people are telling you. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, wasn't there something with Johnson and Johnson with their baby powder, baby powder earlier in the year? Uh, I did not hear about that. Weren't they, getting sued? <laughs> Weren't they getting sued for having uh, that their like baby powder led to like cancer or something? That's heavy. Well, I mean, they, they have so many different drugs and consumer products. They get hit with a lot of lawsuits, but, um. Like it's a massive company, so with a lot of consumer-facing products. I don't. Stats guys filling me in now. It doesn't look like they ended up losing the the lawsuit, but they. So a, a jury in Kentucky rejected claims that Johnson and Johnson's talc-based baby powder contained asbestos and caused mesothelioma. The company said in a statement, "A win for J and J as it defends its iconic product." Ah, okay. But it was facing more than fourteen thousand lawsuits. Yeah, I don't and know, between that and like all, all the shit's going on with Jewel now, like I was uh, kind of joking about like a year ago in the pod. Now there's all these uh, articles about people like having seizures from smoking too much Jewel and that. Time to go back. Time to go it back to cigarettes, feel, my man. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still on them. Don't worry. <laughs> the jewels just for during the podcast you know? ah, okay so okay, okay. Stay, stay charged up it's for <laughs> special occasions um yeah you gotta be you gotta fucking look into what you're putting into your body that's why anyway. you just gotta drink some 
nice clean three euro moonshine from Greece. Yeah, that's how you know it's good. <laughs> High price point. <laughs> um, I guess let's we can finish it off with. Uh, it's not really new news, but I was kind of just looking, thinking a bit more about it, looking more into the delivery wars. Um, you know, Amazon's been spending a shitload of money building out all these new high-tech distribution centers. I just watched a cool YouTube video on inside look on one. Lots of robots. It's like 100,000 robots in one center. Like, did you just drop a ping pong ball? Yeah, I just dropped a <laughs> ping pong ball. Um, yeah, they're spending mad bills by leasing their own. They just lease some of their own uh, more jets. Um, they just started like one day delivery for Prime members. They got their drones they're testing out for like um, short distance uh, delivery in 30 minutes or less, which is fucking insane. Um, and, you know, FedEx and UPS, they're starting to, you know, the results, it's not showing in their financials just, just, just yet, although a little bit. But, um, you know, FedEx just terminated um, their ground contract with Amazon after terminating the air contract. And they're pretty much trying to get Walmart and Target um, as their main customers, which are kind of seen as like the two companies that are, I guess, main competitors to Amazon in the um, retail space. And then UPS still, Amazon still uses a lot of UPS. They still, I think they only ship about a quarter of their own stuff, use a, a quarter of their own shipping because they just have so many freaking packages, like 5 million packages a day in the US alone. It's freaking insane. Oh, yeah. But like, I was just thinking, man, like, fuck, no one knows at this point. Like, I don't know if even FedEx and UPS knows logistics, distribution, and shipping as well as Amazon. Well, that's the thing. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, that's what they're saying, right? It's just like they like the the loss of revenue from terminating the contract. It's it's minimal at this point because they do deliver so much stuff. But the the like expected service that like we now desire from what we get from Amazon is forcing like FedEx and these other distributors to just completely change the way they do business. And I don't. Like, I don't know if they, like, the, the argument is that they don't, probably don't know how to do it. And if they want to do it, Slashing they're going to have to change their business. Right yeah, slash prices, but like, and, and they and have to Amazon spend on a lot afford, of capital. Amazon can afford, you know, to run it like they do with many businesses when they're expanding rapidly. They can afford to run it at like a loss or near-term loss or small profit for a few years. Oh, yeah. And just grow like crazy, right? Um, so, obviously... The initial need for Amazon is for the, they have so many packages of their own going out. It's cheaper for them. I mean, it's expensive, the investment up front, but over the long term, be cheaper for them to just in-house all that and not use UPS or FedEx. Absolutely. However, the huge potential is it gets so good and there's so many distribution centers and the fucking drones everywhere that why do we use FedEx or UPS anymore? Like Amazon shipping... It's just the best. Plus, you got Uber Freight coming. Also, slightly uh, different style, but and I know it's not really here yet. But uh, so you got these kind of two tech companies coming into, I want to say a little bit of an old school space, and you got two massive fucking companies, FedEx, UPS, massive companies. So um, yeah, it was just kind of like it's just another massive industry that Amazon can 
fucking disrupt. Well, like you just you just see it, like right, like there's there's tons of industries that just haven't really been touched by tech yet, and it's coming. Like no matter what industry you're in, like it's like it like tech is gonna hit you hard, and if you're not gonna jump on it, then fuck sayonara. Like yeah, like it's it's happening in logistics. It's happening in construction. It's gonna happen everywhere. Like it's, tech's just gonna rule everything. It's too old school, man. Uh, yeah, I recommend anyone who hasn't uh, had an inside peek at some of the new distribution centers, go check them out on YouTube. There was, I think, a CNBC inside look. It's about 20 minutes long. The last five minutes are about uh, how they mistreat their workers, so obviously don't watch that because that's <laughs> not important. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just kidding. Um, but I just wanted to see the fucking robotics inside and shit and uh, – yeah, man, it looks intense working in there. Like it's it's cutthroat. Like you gotta like the humans in there. They're like just packaging pros, you know. Everything scanned. There's like cameras everywhere. Put it on the line. Robots take it. Cool stuff. Cool. Yeah, and like Uber's Uber's thing is pretty interesting too. It's like they're essentially using like all these like algorithms and technology, but mostly the algorithms to like focus more on like stuff that won't fit in like a full truck. So they're kind of like optimizing something that's like like orders that again won't fit in a full truck. So it's like it's like ride sharing, but for packaging, which is pretty yeah. interesting. Matches like carriers with shippers and stuff, which is I think FedEx does that as well. So that's like Uber Freight would be threatening that side of FedEx's business too. And what's cool about um, Amazon's um, logistics, like shipping network, is um, like if you if you and I drove a delivery van, like Amazon will help us set up like our own little business, that our is own cool. little delivery business. Yeah, or maybe like we're like literally just do Amazon deliveries in Montreal. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of like the way Uber does taxi. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Like, but it would be. It seems like a little more commercial than just kind of yeah. driving your car yeah for sure Even though it's not really but it's like a it's like a way to work for like a company but like not really work for them but like kind of do yeah exactly i mean the, the i guess the idea is there's gonna be so many freaking amazon packages that you can just have your own company where you deliver amazon packages like or drive you know what i mean yeah um but yeah so that's something to look out for i have those, all those stocks on my watch list and uh, be interesting to see over the next few years if Amazon pursues this more, if they are just going to keep it more in-house or if they really kind of attack the uh, the whole market. Very interesting. Yeah, man. You got anything else you want to talk about? Not really. Kind of got, uh, got some draft on the mind right now. It's perfect. I got to uh, let's get out of here then, man, because I got to I gotta fuel up, get some get some uh, delicious dinner in me, and uh, maybe do some yoga and meditation before the draft. <laughs> all right, well, uh, from all of us here at Business Boys, we very much appreciate you checking in every week, and uh, wish me luck over Spence in yet another fantasy draft. <laughs> I'm getting fantasy drafted out, but fuck it, I can do one more. So thanks for checking in and check you later. Peace out.